Titles, go. A lot of open holes. Not a plumber. Got the crack. Mm-hmm. That man loves golf. I like the beef. Or you die. Hugh Dini. A real hard time getting down. Target. Hell! Star quality gardener. The fruit. Not the people. Fart power. What the fuck, Jack? <laughs> Pickle slices. What the, what the fuck, fuck, Jack? Jack? Oh my god, Jack. Oh, that couldn't have went better. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. <gasps> it's me. I'm Kev. Hi. <laughs> welcome back, Kev. I'm Corbs. I'm, 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 I'm Jack. You're A-Corbs. You're right. You're uh, A-Corbs. I, I, I'm, I'm A-Corbs. Ah, yeah, she's yeah. got a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys. Jack, he's Jack and Corbs? What? Oh, fuck you, bro. I mean, Corbs <laughs> did allude to me only being one-fifth of the ones he's had sex with, so I'm assuming that means he's had sex with the rest of the guys he says he uh, says it's a legend a liar i'm telling you he has not well he hasn't been here in anyway. a couple of weeks so we don't know <laughs> he's recovering from him and paul's last roll in the hay <laughs> roll in the hay i love it moving on <laughs> uh, guys what's got you geeked <sighs> well i don't have much going on this week it's been a challenging week so i guess i'm geeked that corbs isn't here and we don't have to hear about golf this week <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can say about it. And I, and I, you know, as somebody who was picked on for my interest, I should not pick on somebody else for their interest. But holy shit, I've never met a person who can say nothing at all, except so much on one subject. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, he says a whole lot about about golf. Yeah, he says, well, I, there's not much this week. 40 minutes later, we're finally wrapping up the sports <laughs> segment. The man loves his golf, man. Well, you know, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, I don't mind golf. Golf is actually one of the sports I don't mind watching on TV because I find it interesting. It's a little like chess. Okay. Um, I, I get it. I don't dislike golf. It's a sport I could probably actually play, but I just don't know how you talk about it that much. He really loves golf. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it's it's got to be in his DNA. It's well, got to be. Set, you know, he said it, it recently. He's not going back to the Masters this year. He's really bummed about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. We should Imagine. send him send him to the Masters and record our episode that week while he's gone. <laughs> we could probably send him to the Masters, like second best, like second golf course, like to the left. Like we can't even send him <laughs> close to the Masters. <laughs> like we can send him to like the. We can send him to that place in Clay that has the uh, the yes. mini golf waterfall in front of it. There's the guy that owns it is the guy. His name is Chuck Jonick. The guy that owns that one with the waterfall. Oh. I don't know what you're 
You know what? I get, oh, I mean, just disappeared. disappeared. <laughs> the, when I turn the light on, my black shirt looks brown. So I, I don't know. Actually, you know, there is something. I get. I don't know if I'm excited about it. I'm a little worried. Uh, but we bought a sink vanity okay. and a new faucet for our, our downstairs bathroom because it's the the sink actually has some cracks in it. It's not leaking. I'm not really sure how the fuck that happened, but the thing, I mean, it, it came with a house. I mean, who knows how old it is? My wife went online, found a nice one, a nice sink, a nice um, faucet and everything. And I'm going to install that this weekend. Now, I, I'm not a plumber. I've looked a, a few things up. This seems relatively simple. You know, as long as you shut the water off beforehand, you make the connections, buy the plumber's putty, put it where they tell you, tell you to. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, my concern is every time I try to do some sort of home repair here, I find out that whoever worked on it before cut mm -hmm. every corner they possibly could, and it turns into a fucking disaster. And usually <laughs> it takes three trips to Lowe's coming back with different tools um, to fix something. Uh, so I, I'm a little concerned it's going to be a disaster. Uh, but also last night we had to put air in our tires because when it got really cold, uh, air pressure went down. And uh, I mean, I'm fat. I'm not athletic. I know that it's hard. Getting on my knees and down like that is really, really difficult. But man, I was trying. It took forever to fill up the tires. And maybe it was just because I was be by the back uh, left tire and the exhaust was blowing directly into my ooh, face ooh. for a few minutes. But, you know, That's I was like, that. holy yeah. shit. I was all dizzy and everything. But I'm just concerned about getting down that low. Like if I could install this thing standing up, it'd be cake <laughs> and I'd be fine. But I have a real hard time getting down. Uh and I have that's to show a good you, title, Paul. There you go. I have to show you this tool my dad bought. Actually, he wanted to put air in your tires. It's like thirty dollars on Amazon, and you don't have to like go to like those places to put air in your tires anymore. It's perfect. It's not a fucking straw, is it, Jack? <laughs> it's a funnel. <laughs> no, <laughs> and you blow air in. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, what has me geeked? I would say is um, taking a, a trip to Skinny Atlas. I would say. I, I like it to this in skinny Alice. I don't know why it's pretty fun there. Like it, it doesn't matter the season. Uh, my mom's birthday is coming up. So my dad was telling me she wants to go to the Sherwood. So I'm like, okay. So Emily and I went out to skinny Alice on Sunday. So we got the gift card to the restaurant. So my mom wants to go there for her birthday. And she's like, Oh, since we're out here, can we look in the shops? I'm like, no, that's <laughs> like, Fine. I love doing that. I know, I know, but it, yeah, we got again. We got, how do you know I like doing that? You keep saying you know stuff, I and don't I've never know. told I don't you know. what is going I, on. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm. Psychic. Are you eavesdropping when you sneak into my house to turn all my clothes inside out? Yes, actually, that was me the other night. What just running fuck? in and out. Um, no, but we went into the shops though. It was kind of cool. Got a cup of coffee at a local, um, local spot, which was really good. And then we went into this antique shop which was really cool. I thought they had a lot of cool knickknacks. And um, when uh, my grandfather died, my grandmother promised me these Looney Tunes glasses. So uh, they're from 1973. So we have like Porky Pig, Bugs Bunny. Oh, I, you have them too? Okay. So um, nice. So um, they were originally uh, jelly jars. Yep. Okay. Jelly okay. came in them with okay. a screw top. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. So um, when my grandfather died a couple years ago, he willed to me these Looney Tunes glasses, a crystal globe, and this bear. So I got, like, this is what he left to me, because my grandmother wanted me to have these things, like, um, when he died. So we went, so fast forward to the antique shop. We're in the antique shop, and Emily's like, look, look. I'm like, 
No shit. So there's some of those Looney Tunes glasses. I have some of them, but um, what I saw in there, I could add to the collection, was a Foghorn Leghorn and a Donald Duck. So I was like, okay. So I was like, that's pretty cool. So I was like, the I, t- um, um, I bought them and the shop owner was actually pretty nice. And they she sold both of them to me for like 25 bucks, which I bet you they're probably worth a little less, a little more. I don't know, but it's just the nostalgic factor. And my grandmother's name was Eleanor. What's the shop owner's name? Eleanor. <laughs> so it was kind of cool. Like uh, we uh, went to, like, like I said, like, like Paul hit it on the head, like, I don't want to look in the shops. I just want to go back home. I want to get back in my pajamas and I just want to relax. It's Sunday. I don't want to do anything. Like I'm, I'm trying to fight this stuffy nose. I just want to do nothing. I just want to relax. So, but we go out to skinny Atlas, get the gift card for my mom for her birthday. And we go into the shop and see little knickknacks. And thanks to Kev, what he said, there were jars of her uh, jelly. I never knew that, but I'm um, added to that collection of those Looney Tunes glasses, which is really cool. Nice. There uh, were I, actually two different, kinds i'm sorry um there were some that were jelly jars and there were some that were actually glasses uh-huh. and the glasses looks like they may have been i wonder i wonder if these were some of the ones like you would get them in some of the det- detergent boxes or something like that remember i don't know hugh maybe you remember our parents um my grandmother especially used to get certain de- kinds of detergent specifically because it had a well it had glasses in it and then it, you buy all I've of it and you get all the glassware never saw that no um i don't remember where these came from but where so the glasses you got they were a little taller like a like a little pepsi yeah. glass kind of thing yeah they're like okay, from 1973 yeah they're the 1973 yeah. looney tunes pepsi glasses so yeah. i have some of these too you do yeah so like yeah there's like there's like there's a ton of them and like some yep. of them are on eBay and like some yep. can go for hundreds of dollars. Yep. But like I don't know if you can can we see that? No, it's hard to see. I'll have to show you guys pictures. But like yeah, like there's all sorts of them. But I thought it was kind of cool and they have a Tasmanian Devil one. I might want to go back and get that one too. Mm-hmm. And now, so. now I have to ask: Have you ever eaten mm-hmm. at the Sherwood? Oh, absolutely. It's great. Okay. Okay. Can Can you elaborate on that? Because I've thought about it. I do like because we go to the um castle every year for our anniversary we've uh-huh. we've found that like overly expensive places that are really not in nice buildings sometimes have value you know uh-huh. most of the time i'm like i don't need that shit but the sherwood inn has a lot of history it's been there forever and i've thought about eating there but i look at the menu and i'm like some of this stuff looks a little fucking weird and yeah. i just I, I don't i don't know if if we would enjoy it what, what have you had there and and what do you think absolutely it's a former hotel um, that's the history behind it. Um, a strip steak with uh, French onion soup I had there before is really good. Um, salads are good, um, but I definitely like the beef. Uh, roast beef's good, but like I had a New York strip steak with a bowl of French onion soup, and it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, I got the gift card for my parents, so my dads can go with my mom, of course. But it's yeah, like my dad's he like, oh, he yeah, doesn't yeah. have to wait out front. Just... No, he doesn't. Yeah, he's like, get this for mom, but I'm gonna go too. Yeah. <laughs> It's like fuck you, man. No, I I don't I won't order steak at a place like that just because, uh, I mean they usually charge like fifty bucks for a cut of steak and I mean, I can like, go yeah, yeah. 
I, I can go to, to Texas Roadhouse and get a sirloin that, that really makes me happy. And I can make a better strip steak in my own kitchen if of I course. have to. I usually like to go to those places because they will make things you can't get elsewhere or thing they'll have a specialty item that's that's a little more uncommon. Like duck I've had there before was pretty good. No, uh, I know, but you you can have anything you want there. Really, it's it's a really can good I? Place. anything. Basically, yeah, you can have it your way, like Burger King. I'm gonna show up there and I'm gonna order a PBJ with a crust cut off and say Jack Corbett said I could. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. That's what I heard. <laughs> Try Except that for you. Alice. Oh Jesus, that's all I got. <laughs> All right, I'll go next because Corbs isn't here. I mean, the other Corbs, the normal Corbs, the regular Corbs, the Corbs that doesn't have his hand. Never mind. Um, so yeah, so I had a great weekend actually. Um, I had I had to take Friday off because I was feeling like crap. I was feeling like kind of dog crap last Wednesday too. Just had a chest cold kind of thing. I'm getting rid of still. Um, but uh, I felt so, I felt like some cold air might do me some good, so I went riding my <laughs> snowmobile. And I uh, went out all day Friday with the wife and a uh, friend of ours, and we had a great time all over um, from like Barnes Corners up to uh, Copenhagen, Carthage area. A um, lot of lot of open uh, open holes, you know, a lot of open water everywhere. Just the ground never froze. Just got all this snow all at once, so just huge, huge water holes. Where the snow was good, it was fantastic. Um, a lot of people out so trails got beat up kind of kind of quick so end of the day the wife my buddy they're just totally just trashed no, they didn't want to ride saturday at all so while we're out met some friends of mine that or met up with some friends of mine that i hadn't seen in a while some guys i ride motorcycle with and um they're like oh you're going to be riding by yourself tomorrow because i had mentioned these guys weren't going to ride so i was going to ride by myself they're like meet us in woodgate at my camp we'll go for a ride. So I did. Got up Saturday morning, drove up to Woodgate, met up with them, and we went out for another day of fun on the snow. Um, zero to about five degrees, I think Saturday was. It was nice. It was actually really nice. Um, perfect weather for snowmobiling. And um, uh, got down to, we, we, we got as far as Hinkley Reservoir, um we got into boonville um at one point i was somewhere near pixley uh pixley falls uh, some nice little uh, state campground um uh, near boonville um just had a great time so that was that was my weekend and it was great to get out um the warm weather this week and rain i think most of those trails are probably gone now so uh, whatever snow they had is uh, been washed away but i got a chance to get out and i'm happy you in this damn cold weather i don't know how you like it so much i do not like it one bit uh, i gotta okay, tell you you got a you got a little you know like a, a little chest cold a little you know breathing issue or something like that spend the day outside there's nothing better for you clear you right out it's just freaking fantastic not a bad idea actually because i've been finding the same thing you've been talking about or you die. Either way, you're better at the end. You're off better or you die. Take one or the other. <laughs> All right. Um so so mine uh mine is the Royal Rumble. It is coming up this weekend, this Saturday night. Um it's looking to be a real good one. 
looks like it's I, I'm excited for it, but um oh because you know the other thing that's that's got me geeked is gonna prevent me from watching the Royal Rumble Saturday night, which is why no one got any invitations to come watch it at my house. Uh Madison is having her first uh winter guard show at the Phoenix High School and um you know, we drop her off at like nine o'clock in the morning and uh, she's not going to be back home until like 10 o'clock at night. Um, wow. And we will be there all afternoon into the evening when, when they finally open doors. Uh, doors don't open till two o'clock, but they got to be there doing all their prep and everything. And they have to take the buses and all this stuff and not allowed to ride with parents. It's, you know, team building and all that stuff. Um, so that that's all happening. Um but like I said, Rumble was my my top one, and as I as I realized, you know, these things are coexisting at the same time, and I'm just like, oh. But you know, got to be there to cheer on Madison. Um, and I guess the other thing, um, that's got me super psyched is WrestleQs coming up. I know we talked about it off air last mm-hmm. week. WrestleQs is um our first, at least in a very long time wrestling convention happening in syracuse put on by uh k-rock and um found out today that i definitely get to go didn't think i was going to be able to go because uh that's another competition for madison but it's an out-of-town one so i'm not expected to be at that one um this is happening did i already say this february 3rd mm-hmm. at the state fairgrounds in the horticulture building i believe um and kylie and i are definitely getting to go because i won tickets today so we're gonna go check it out see some uh indie wrestling i'm gonna watch the uh the bill after one man show where he tells stories about uh his life in professional wrestling he, he's like one of the most well-known wrestling journalists out there right Hugh, help me out there yeah i believe yes. so um plus uh they've got a nice little roster of uh wrestling legends that are going to be there. Um, Sergeant Slaughter, the Nasty Boys, Kurt Angle, uh, Brutus Jimmy, Beefcake. Brutus Beefcake, Jimmy, the Mouth of the South, uh, Hart, um, and then um, some girl. Some girl. Are you are you going to get them to record promos for our show? I'm going to try. But if they try to charge me each one for you know autograph price to do it, then I'm probably not going. Sergeant Slaughter, I forgot him because I've already met him once. So and Tony Atlas. Uh the uh the 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 shoe liquor. Uh Tony Atlas will be there. No, that's cool that you won tickets. I actually I was debating if I actually wanted to get a ticket because that sounds actually pretty interesting. It's gonna be cool. Um I'm really excited to see the the to two indie promotions that are gonna be there putting on shows. It's X Site Wrestling. X Site, um, out of I believe Binghamton. They're going to be there doing uh, matches and one-up wrestling, which I'm not sure where they're out of, but they're a pretty new promotion in the area. Uh, they're also going to be there putting on shows. Um, if anyone was watching on um, our local ESPN radio station today, the, their live feed, uh, one of the wrestlers from one-up uh, decided to put um, a former guest of ours, uh, uh, Polly, who used to be on the morning show on K-Rock, um, in a sharpshooter today, and I got all, all got captured on film for everyone to see. <laughs> nice, that's cool. Um, I guess his plan was to immediately tap out, but the wrestler wasn't having it. He kept a minute for a minute. <laughs> so, 
<clears throat> um, so those those are my big things that have got me excited this week. Um, good friend of mine that's you know not related to the podcast. I actually have one friend who's not. Um, him and his son are going to be joining us at WrestleQs that day. They uh, they grabbed tickets today when they found out we were going. So we're gonna go have a good old time, check everything out. Um, I'm really gonna try and bug Sergeant Slaughter at the very least into doing a drop for us. So okay, hopefully he'll put me in the Cobra Clutch too. Because <laughs> now I'm not by myself for these. Kylie will be there to to film for me, so we can we can see these things happen. You might want to see if your friend can do the filming. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Kylie's good. Kylie's really good. She's the one that has the TikTok and all that, and probably has way more followers than we do. So, probably. there's that. I mean, if that's more than two, then she's ahead of us. So, same. Yeah. But let's move it along. To the players club guys what are you playing right now anyone anyone mm-hmm. i uh been struggling to find a game that holds my attention i've been going back through some of my my favorites fallout 3 fallout 4 just wasn't grabbing me i don't know uh even reinstalled elder scrolls online and just everything was so different i'm like man i, I just don't have the time to invest in this and I was a little frustrated. I've been playing with my uh, light gun setup, and I actually got the Raw Thrills Jurassic Park Arcade, you know, the, the most recent one. Uh, finally beat that because I can run it on the big screen TV behind me now. Nice. Uh, I had to become I had to become a, a, page, uh, a pay for the Patreon to Techno Parrot, the people that actually get this shit running. Um, I'm having trouble with some of the other stuff they have, but that's really fucking cool to be able to play that. Now I'm going to have to think about getting a second gun so the wife and I can play it together. Um, but, uh, I, I decided to go back to one of my favorite games. Cause you know, I have the problem where I, sometimes I get motion sick playing games now. And I felt a little of that when I was playing fallout, I didn't play enough to really get sick. Went back to the Arkham series, starting with nice. Arkham origins. And I was telling Jack before the show started, and Kevin, I know you're always looking for games. Have you ever played the Arkham series? Okay. Mm. I can't recommend this more highly. And remember, I'm I'm like spot on for all my recommendations for you as far as I know. The Arkham series um, started by Rocksteady games and basically they, they made four games well they made actually they made two games they had another uh developer come in and make a third which was a, a prequel which is the one i'm playing right now um but using their same assets and system and everything and then they made the fourth one arkham knight and here's the thing they created an amazing first of all you've got kevin conroy doing the voice of batman and mark hamill doing the voice of joker all the right people are doing the voices um you've got an amazing story which is a little more, I don't want to say adult, but it's not like, you know, the, the Batman series. It, it's more more current, you know, like, like the comics. Oh. It, it's dark. It's gritty. It's got an amazing combat system they called the free flow combat system, which basically, even if you're just bash, button mashing, you look like you're fucking awesome because there's a reversal system, which is one button. And when the little spidey sense icons appear above a bad guy he's about to come attack you you hit that and you counter him and you just keep going it's 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 almost like ballet dude it's a dance like you're, mm. you're fighting 10 guys at a time and you're just zipping all over the place it's so much fun and that's not even counting all of the uh traversal mechanics they have like uh the the, the zip line and the the grapple gun and all of the other gadgets between remote control batarangs and shit it's just 
so much fun and there's so much to do there's tons of hidden stuff if you're the kind of you're talking like with origins uh city and night you're talking about an entire gotham uh to just play around in and find stuff uh arkham asylum uh is all based in arkham asylum so it's a little smaller um these games go on sale all the time there's always a warner brothers sale going on every other month what paul i'm gonna have to check the uh cabinet over here because i'm pretty sure we had this discussion a couple years back and I may have purchased all those for the PlayStation 4. Oh, if that could, hey, there you go, Kevin. Um, the, the one you won't have, and I, for, I forgot my first time I played through, is there is a 2.5D game that they uh, released for the PSP, and I think one of the Nintendo handhelds, which happens between Origins and Arkham Asylum, uh, called uh, Ar Arkham Origins Blackgate. Uh, they use the same assets and sometimes it gets 3d it's it, it, all the same gadgets are in it. it doesn't it doesn't feel like a watered down version of the game it's just an addition to the story and it, i have played that before and it's really good uh i'm having a blast so far not having any motion sickness problems and i mean there's nothing cooler than being fucking batman and let me tell you these games hold up graphically gameplay wise i mean it, if we went to an alternate universe where these weren't made, but you know, the PS five was out, you could drop these games as is and people would flip out about them because they don't look dated at all. No, uh, and didn't they just re-release all of them for the, the switch now too? Possibly. Yeah. I, I don't have a switch, so I, I don't. So you should tune that shit out. <laughs> I don't really give a shit. Um, but Kevin, I think you'd like it because it's strong narrative uh, third person gaming but it has most of them at least have an open world like some of the games you like to play with lots of objectives so you can play it however yeah. you want you don't get the batmobile until arkham knight but once you finally do holy fucking shit is that cool uh, uh it's it's hard though because now you've got challenges that include uh driving and then those those are a bitch uh but i think you'd really enjoy it no i, was, I wonder uh, i wonder if i could um borrow those games <laughs> For a while. Once we're off mic near the end of the show, maybe remind me so I cherry pick them because yeah. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow, I think, right? I will be there tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Just make sure you play them in the right order. Start with <laughs> Origins, then Asylum, then oh, City. Okay. Uh, and what's, what, one of the really neat things is the order they made them is uh, Asylum, City, then Origins, then Night. So Arkham City was made before Arkham Origins came out. But since Rocksteady didn't handle the, the development on Origins, they handed all of their assets and everything off to this other division who, who made the game. So if you play Arkham Origins, by the time you get to City, you already know because it's the same Arkham or not Arkham. It's oh. the same Gotham City. Uh, it looks a little different because I think it's a different time of year or something. But it's literally like I could find places because I knew where they were two games ago, which... Mm creates a really cool kind of familiarity um i never in got in uh in arkham knight i never really got to know that gotham because that was a completely rebuilt gotham and it looks pretty but it it never felt it, it was it was there was so much neon and everything it was hard to get it get around and really really know where you were the older games i think did a better job of making it a place that you actually learn uh, if that makes sense i mean night looks nicer but I, I just never got the hang of that gotham i had to use little markers that showed me where to go gotcha no hugh hit everything on the point right there for sure but kev this is a game that you would franchise that you would absolutely fall in love with because i usually am a casual gamer but i was telling hugh before we recorded tonight 
I played these games three times all the way through. Like nice. I played them oh, in wow. I played them in release order when I first got them. And then I played them in original, like the origin order after that. But I just remember going to get Arkham Asylum when it first came out. It was like Xbox 360. And I rushed yeah. to my local GameStop and I literally waited in line for it. And then I played it all night. It was amazing. Neat. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're in for a treat. I can't wait to hear about this. <laughs> um, But yeah, um, basically what I'm playing is Sea of Thieves still. Uh, but <laughs> it's Friday night. Get ready for this. 7 p.m. until 5 a.m. Saturday morning. Jesus. <laughs> it's almost wow. like you don't have a girlfriend. 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday night. Uh, 5 p.m. to 11, 11 p.m. on Sunday. 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. Monday. And then 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. last night. <laughs> Holy Jesus shit. Christ, dude. <laughs> I haven't played this game in two and a half years, but my buddies and I were back playing it. Um, we're just really enjoying it again because we used to play this a lot. Like you see all the times we played. So like, like literally my friend is from LA now and he's like, Oh, it's about like one in the morning. We're like, shit, it's 4am here. We still are. <laughs> <laughs> we're still sailing till like five in the morning, but it's still, it's a great game. Like they've updated it so much. The graphics are just amazing. Uh, what you can do in the game. Like we're pirate legends and we're like, Oh yeah, we're good. Nope, we're um we have to be up to a level hundreds now. So like, there's so many different things you can do in this game. I have a question. Huh? Which one of you is um, Monkey D. Luffy? <laughs> no, no one. Do you even know what that means, Jack? I don't. <laughs> okay, it's from an anime um, called One Piece. I don't know why I know that because I haven't seen it, but I. So I don't. He wasn't making fun of you. He was making an anime reference. No, not taken. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> but like I said, though, you can actually, it's called like, like, um, I think, um, I forget what it's called, but you can now go underwater in your ship and then they, um, put you in an island. Like it's like hydro speed or something like that. Like they're on a submarine. I don't know, but like this game is so advanced now. We stopped playing it two and a half years ago and they're on season 11 now, but it's from the developers of Rare. They listen to their uh, players that play the game. So you can name the ship now. You do all sorts of fun things <gasps> with this game. Bodie McBoatface? Bodie McBoatface can be named of your boat. But no, it's fun a, a fun game to play with some of my friends. That's good. That's fun. Hugh and I tried that once. We played for what? Like two sessions together? Yeah, you cut out there, Paul. What? I said how oh, you, you and I tried playing a game together once. We played for like maybe two sessions. Yeah, I did. Was it two sessions? I think it I was think just one. Was it just one? Elder Scrolls? <laughs> it was like immediately after I got a PS4. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I ever went back to that game. I mean, it was fun. I don't know why we didn't. St- well, probably know. because, you know, we're married and have responsibilities. Yeah. We can't just stay until five o'clock in the morning sailing across the oceans. Literally, I look out my window I'm like, shit, the birds are chirping. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, Kev. I almost cut you off there. No, no, it's fine. Um, I'm still kind of messing around with it. One uh, online MMO, whatever you want to call it. It's a um, uh, Palia. Um, I, I kind of hit a plateau with it a couple of weeks ago. And then I started looking for some information, you know, how to get through some, some things that I was stuck on. And I found, <laughs> first I found the subreddit. Then I found the wiki. <laughs> then I found all the online apps that have been built to help you play the game. 
There's a tracker for all the NPCs because you have to interact with them every day, every in-game oh, wow. day. Um, it tells you where they are. It tells you what they're looking for that week, that week, you know, that in-game week for uh, gifts because it's a gift-giving thing that's all part of the part of the gameplay. Um, uh, there's there's eight different feature um, skills in the in the game. Uh, I think I mentioned some of these before: um, gardening, mining, hunting, foraging, uh, furniture building. There's things like that, and um, you have to build these skills by doing the thing. Well, you get to a point where you're like, well, how do you do it better, more proficiently, more efficiently? And that's what I found was that these guides help, you know, like like every other game that people get involved in. There's always a guide. There's always, you know, people sharing information. And like I've always said before, once you learn the mechanics of a game, you can just play the mechanics instead of playing the game, right? So that's basically what these guides are for. It hasn't taken the enjoyment away from the game for me. But it's allowed me a little bit more freedom to just go and progress a little bit. Because once you progress past a certain level in these different skills, a lot of things just all of a sudden become easier. You collect more coins. You are able to just do things that you weren't able to do before, including, and this is a little weird, um, develop relationships with some of the NPCs. It's so... Palia is actually a story. I don't know if it's a book or a series of books, if it's comics, anime. I'm really not sure what it is. I haven't looked it up. But there's lore behind this. And the different uh, types of human-type creatures, you know, there's there was centuries or millennia of development. You know, humans were there, then they went away, then these different kinds of i don't know there's this one that's a cat-like creature they call them um Grimalkins, and then there's another one that's majori or something like that uh and there's magic it's the, the lore behind this has really sucked the, some of the players into it and they really they really get into it and they really enjoy it and and listening to that reading what they talk about and how they talk about the game has made it very interesting for me because now I get to kind of dive in and you get to, as you get to certain levels, you get to unlock different parts of the map. And now there's these different underground areas that are open to you. There's these different living areas that are open to you to be able to go in and, and search around and find clues and find information, find recipes because part of it is cooking. And I've been wanting to tell Corbs this because I know that he was enjoying um, a couple of different cooking games in the past. There's actually a cooking aspect to this. So there's a couple different these skills that that I think mirror some of the other games people may have played, like on their phones or maybe on on uh, you know um, uh, free online game type things. And I think some of these things draw draw people in, right? Because there's people on on the different different uh, um, like subreddit or whatever talking about oh i just love to cook i love to get people together and we get in my kitchen and we make all these really difficult recipes because obviously there's easy recipes and there's very very difficult recipes very very difficult ones are very easy to screw up if you miss for example having to go back to the stove to stir something intermediately while you're baking something in the oven 
if you have helpers, if you have two or three people working on the same recipe, it all of a sudden becomes very easy. And then you all get the reward. So if the reward is three of these dishes of something, everybody gets three of them, even though you've only used the ingredients for one, one collection, one set of three. So it's, it's really, really cool. And the sharing aspect of it's really cool. So it's made it, it's, it, I, I, changed the you know or, or uh, gotten over a hump on this and um the the appeal to of it has kind of kind of increased for me um i can do a lot more in a lot less time so it's um i'm still i'm still poking at it and i'm still really enjoying it i just for example here's a good example for you after level 25 as a gardener you get um very very good benefits in your garden all of your um seeds all of your fruit that, or, or vegetables that you create are star quality there's normal quality and star quality so after level 25 everything's just star quality so you, all the seeds you plant are all star quality all the all the thing all the you know your things you harvest are star quality so everything's better quality so the things you make with it is better quality you keep your um your little life bar whatever it is you keep that maximized by ingesting the foods that you create or find so in the and it's you get higher uh higher uh benefits the more um the better the quality of the, of the of the foods are so anyway it's it's just like i said it's an example of how things get easier the higher level you are so it's most games are like that this one is it's a the intricacies of it make it very interesting and that's what's keeping me hooked nice all right, I'm not playing anything special for now, but I just want to uh, to throw it out there that uh, we just got the the trailer and the announcement for WWE 2K24. Mm. Yeah, forty years of WrestleMania. Finish your um, story. Yeah. I wonder if I'll be able to tell the difference between this one and 2K22 <laughs> or 23. Um, I honestly think that we're only going to get a couple new modes. And um, they announced extra four, characters. They announced four new match types. Um, one of which being ambulance, ambulance casket, special guest referee, and I forget what the other one was. Yeah, we're gonna get a little bit of extras. Um, I like the fact that the showcase this year is like a bunch of like different highlights from WrestleManias. Yeah, that'll That's be cool. nice because yeah. you know if they you know usually showcase follows one character and. If you happen to not like that particular person all that much, it can make for a very boring, right. boring game. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm interested. I, I'll probably I'll probably say I'm not going to pick it up, but I'll probably pre-order it before too long. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's it for me. Um, so this is where we would normally move it on, but Jack's patiently waiting for something here. Hit us with it, Jack. What do you what got? What the fuck? So a uh, quick little WTF file. Uh, so this Friday night, like I told you, I was playing that Sea of Thieves game. Um, I, I needed to hook up my controller to my computer. Um, when I first set up my gaming computer, I was doing it through Bluetooth. It was working fine. And then it stopped working. So I was like, okay, I, I need to pick up the cord. So my friend that helped me build my computer, he's like, this is the cord you need. Go and get it. You should be good to go. 
he wasn't like, wait, let me fix the Bluetooth thing I fucked up. Because that's what I would have expected. <laughs> I, I, asked, I know. I asked him if he could come over, but no, he was busy. He, was like, he had, no. No, I know. Yeah, his... I already got paid for that. So oh, come over. Remote in. I know. His his dad's in the hospital though, so that's oh, why he can... okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I feel bad now. Why didn't you lead with that? Yeah, you should have led with that. <laughs> so um before I get out of work, I call I uh, make a Domino's order. Like I want to get my pizza ready because I want to play this game with my friends. For Twelve hours, yeah. For twelve hours. So you I ate um, the whole fucking pizza, didn't you? Half. Uh, but like I made the, so I, I put the order in for six o'clock. I get out at five o'clock. So I'm like, perfect. Here we go. So I go to target to pick up the cord. My friend that I told you that helped me build my computer. He sends me what I need. I'm good to go. My brother calls me. He's like, what are you doing tonight? I told him I'm gaming. My other friend that I'm going to sail with, he calls me. He's like, you ready to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I send them. The, so I go into target. I tell them what cord I'm getting. They're like, oh no, dude, you need this one. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know this shit. Like, I am not techie with this. They said, you need a USB-C to USB-A cord. I'm like, okay, fine. So I literally get the cord my friend suggests. And then they're like, no, no, you need the other cord. By this time, I left Target already with the cord. I'm going to Domino's Pizza. This is in Fairmount. So Domino's is right across the street. And I hate returning shit more than anything. So I'm like, fuck. And like my friend that built my computer, I know he's in the hospital with his dad, but like I call him, I know he'll check his phone. I leave him a message. I'm like, dude, I'm confused. Get back to me, man. So I literally go get my pizza and literally, um, and I leave with that cord. And now they're like, yeah, you need to go back and get the other cord. I'm like, God damn it. So I go back into target, get the, get the cord that my, my friend and my brother suggest, not my friend that built the computer. So I leave with that cord. I get home. The pizza's nice and hot fresh, ready to go, getting ready to put the cord in. I literally get ready to open the box. My friend that built my computer, he call, he's calling me. He's like, dude, what cord did you get? I'm like, the second one. He's like, open it up. I'm like, why? I open it up. It's the wrong fucking cord. <laughs> I needed the first one because it's a micro USB I need because it's an Xbox One Scorpio controller. So I'm like, what the fuck? So now I have to go back to Target a third time <laughs> and literally return what I bought, get the $10 again, go back to the same guy that been, has been selling me. This guy, he's like a 19-year-old kid. He's like, oh, welcome back, sir. How can I help you? I'm like, I just want the right fucking cord. Like, can you just please give me what I need? He's like, oh, yeah, we have this thing that you can hook it in and that we can test it. I'm like, great. So literally because like it's already eight degrees on Friday night, it's freezing. I worked all day. I'm tired. I just want to go home, eat my pizza, and play my game with my friends. And I finally get the right cord. But in an hour and a half span, I go into Target three times, go to the return line twice, get my money back, go to the electronics section three times, and literally go. It's just like a cluster. It's like, what the fuck? And battling Target traffic, too, because people in that parking lot don't know how to park. And they're like, oh, my God, it's just I just want to get the hell out of here. And like when I'm returning the cord, they're like, sir, did you find everything okay? I'm like, I was just here two minutes ago, man. I just want to get my cord and get the fuck out of the store. So I did all that work for a $10 cord, but it took an hour. But I had to keep going back and forth, back and forth to get the right cord. So what the fuck? <laughs> Sounds to me like you should just listen to your friend in the first place. That's what he said to me, too. He's like, why don't you just listen to me? I'm like, 
I should have. I'm just baffled that at this point mm-hmm. in your life, being that you are a gamer and everything, I mean, there's like three kinds of USBs. It's not hard. No, there's four, but one of them we don't even use any. I just, I, I'm baffled, Jack. I know. I thought but, more of you. I'm just going to remind you of last USB, June when you had to keep asking me if I knew which mini USB cables she, were. Yeah. Which, yeah. while we were in Rochester, remember? I you asked if I if I if my eyes were going because I couldn't tell which ones were which between the <laughs> oh. mini and the micro. And... Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what's what, man. Okay, well, I, I expect more of you too. I just... <laughs> but I guess the new iPhones are on USB-C now, yes. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, yeah they are. So when I get an upgrade for, yeah, you got it right there. Yeah. It just sucks though. Like I hate technology sometimes. Actually, I hate it all the time. It's Dude, th- 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 this part of it is the least complicated part of the technology. I this know. is the one thing you really should be able to grasp. If you were in your 60s, I get it. Because you know, in your 60s, you're like, you know, taking a carrot, trying to stick it in your phone. Why won't it work? But for fuck's sake, everything we've ever used is plugged in with USB cord, especially you, you're younger. I brought the Xbox controller. You didn't even have to deal with mini, uh, mini USB. You've only had to deal with C micro and uh, uh, what? Mini. C mic. C yeah. micro and mini. Yeah, I brought the Xbox controller with me the third and final time. I'm like, see if this works. I just want to know if this works. It's like sticking the carrot in. Like I was that old guy that brought the Xbox yeah. controller into Target with me. I was like, God damn it! But yeah, I should have listened to my friend the whole time, but I didn't. But you're right. I should know this stuff, but. Yeah, the guy that built your computer, you should have listened to him. I know. I know. That's what I should have done. But yeah, that's my WTF file. It's more on me, but it's just like, it was just, it was. Yeah, it's a what the fuck Jack file. (laughs) Exactly. It's (laughs) EJF. Yay. Uh, All right. Well, I think that brings us right to. After I finish typing, sorry. Cavs tabletop review. I've done this before, kind of. Uh, this week's review is going to be uh, specifically about the primary source that I use whenever I'm researching games. And I want to show you using the new software that I I, I started using the uh, open broadcast system, um, system or whatever it's called, OBS Studio. Um, I want to show you how I actually use the website. So just give me a second here. I'll bring up uh, boardgamegeek.com. So I'm going to show you how I found Carcassonne. The game that I reviewed two weeks ago. What I did was I'd never seen that game before. I had never seen a review about it before. I'd never heard about it before. I came here to boardgamegeek.com. I went and I looked at the geek lists and I took a look at what was hot. Now, it took me a little while because I don't really know who these different users are. But the great thing is that they're just people like you and me. They're just people out there playing games. So I went through their lists and I just started looking. Um, I read a little bit about what the game was. 
And if I liked it, I would go into the game itself and I would start reading some of the stats about the game. And what's important to me, what draws me in is how how is the average rating? How does it rate with other players that are on Board Game Geek? Is it rate well? Then I look at the weight. Now, remember, I choose games that have a low weight, typically below 2, but sometimes as high as 2.4 or 2.5. Because what I want is I want games that are super easy to learn, but that are still interesting. So something below a 1 might be a little bit too easy, although I've dabbled in those games. But something about 1.5 to 2.2 is perfect for an interesting game that has a nice playtime, can involve up to four, maybe five players at once, and has some playability that you want to go back and play it again. At least that's been my experience. And it's that really um, easy to get to know the game, to get to learn how to play the game. That's incredibly important for me because I have some players that I play that I often play with that will get disinterested if it takes too long to um, to learn the game. So that's how I find the games. I spend time looking through trying to find the games. Then what I do is I save the game to my quick bar. Now notice I am logged in. This is why my typical gamer handle. I used it as my username here. And then I can keep this quick bar. So if I look through this quick bar, I can find Carcassonne. And then I can read more about it. Now it had a decent, it had a decent rating here uh, uh, in the in the boardgamegeek.com um, collective. It had a perfect weight. It's exactly what I'm looking for. And then I started looking for player review videos. So I went through a couple of these. You're not going to like all of them. You're not going to like everyone that reviews every game. You're going to find some that are um, a little bit more on the very um, dry, very generic, very detail-oriented side. And you're going to find some that are very open and fun and interesting and makes you want to go play a game with these guys. So watch some of these videos. It won't take you long to figure out whether or not this is the game for you. For me, Carcassonne, it seemed like it was the perfect game. It had a lot of great features. It um, had a very attractive uh, player set. All the play pieces were very nicely made. The story behind it was very, uh, very well built. And what's really nice about this particular game is as I got looking into it, if I do this, I start, um, I start looking at the different, oh, oh, sorry, you don't want that. I want to go backspace. As I start looking at Carcassonne, look here at all the different Carcassonne games there are. So there's other versions, there's expansions, and that can make the game more interesting too. So that adds another layer of interest for me. Once you find the game that you like, you can also find out if other players are interested in selling the game. There are There's a store on BoardGameGeek.com, and you can, um, you can sometimes use the Geek Market to find the game that somebody's selling, used, 
normally they're in really good shape. I have bought one game through uh, Board Game Geek, and it was very lightly used. All the pieces were there. It looked like it had only been used a couple times. Um, it, so this can be an excellent place. But it gives you, as you can see here, it gives you some regular retailers and what the price might be. Um, so it gives you an idea of what you can find it, um, what you can find the game for and what you might spend. Keep in mind, whatever you're going to pay for it on Amazon, you're going to pay a couple dollars more if you have a local game store. But I can't stress enough how important it is to support that local store. They're going to be there for you with good suggestions. They're going to have um, the games in stock. They're going to have the expansions in stock. And then when you want to go there to, let's say, buy something for the Dungeons & Dragons meetup that you're uh, going to uh, the first Wednesday of every month, they may have that also. Once they get to know you, they'll know what to suggest for you. And they'll have what it is you're looking for more frequently. For me, it's play the game, read the story in uh, Carousel Mall. Bunch of great folks there. I've never been disappointed with any of the suggestions they've ever given me. So I prefer to use them. And they're always a couple dollars more than Amazon, but it's totally worth it. I would go there and, and buy my games there. Um, every single time if if I had the choice. Sometimes I might be in a little hurry and, I, and I've had that situation before where I've had to had to get one before the weekend got here. Um, but a lot of detail here. There's a lot of information. The best part about BoardGameGeek.com is that it's, as I said, the information here is provided by people like you and me. They're just players. They're just people that are interested in having a little bit of fun with some friends or family in a tabletop environment. So um, not this game is not we, a podcast is not sponsored by boardgamegeek.com. I didn't ask them if I could do this review. I hope they're okay with me reviewing this. Um, if they see this podcast and they tell me never to talk about them again, I'm still going to use the website. Because I love it and I think it's great. I just won't mention it anymore. Um, I would do that for them if 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 they didn't want me to do what I'm doing right now. But I really don't think they'll mind. I think the folks behind the website are, are some pretty good folks. So that's what I wanted to review today. I have talked about the website before. Um, and I really wanted to show you some of the in-depth behind what I do and how I research. Um, I don't really have a lot of people I know that are into tabletop games. So to, for me to borrow one or to see them or to talk to them, it isn't really all that feasible. Um, so this is how I find the games. Again, I watch the video playthroughs, I watch the reviews. If I don't really find what I'm looking for there, I'll go to YouTube and I'll search there. Really good source to find these. Sometimes you can find the reviews on Amazon. It's been really not that, uh, not that frequent, um, but great resource. Uh, I can't suggest it enough. If you're out there looking for a game that you want to have some fun with, with some friends or family, and maybe uh, partake in a few um, refreshing beverages. BoardGameGeek.com. Check it out. I think we'll uh, throw it to break, and we will come back with the news. Stick with us, folks.
Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. till 9 p.m. Come on down and join us. See you then. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics. Now, before you write your news bit for the week, realize it's more actual news than jokes, and wonder how you hear and if it can get any worse, here's the news. First up, that took the balls that Ken doesn't have. The Oscar nominees have been announced, and in an eerie parallel to life, the highest grossing movie of the year, Barbie, seems to be following its own plot. The hit movie directed by a woman and starring a woman about maybe the most famous fictional woman ever fighting against the patriarchy did receive nominations. But while Greta Gerwig and this director and star Margot Robbie were snubbed in the Best Director and Actress categories, Ryan Gosling received a Best Supporting Actor nomination, basically proving the whole point of the movie. It's almost like some of the Oscars was like, you know what would be funny and ironic? I mean, how is this not on purpose? Even Gosling had to voice his displeasure about it. I, I didn't see the movie, and I really don't care, but it was obvious to someone actively trying to ignore it that Barbie was the biggest movie of the year. When you honor a movie about men trying to take the spotlight and minimize female contributions to society by giving a man the spotlight and minimizing female contributions to society, you might be missing the entire point. Next up, speaking of having no balls and missing the point, Donald Trump took the New Hampshire primary as expected. His last remaining opponent, Nikki Haley, has promised to stay in the fight. Trump celebrated his victory by slamming Haley for giving a positive speech that he felt sounded like a victory speech, basically criticizing her for acting like she won when she really lost badly. That reminds me of something recent, uh, maybe almost four years ago. I, I, I'm sure it'll come to me. Anyway, he also accused the governor of the state of being on drugs, dragged Vivek Ramaswamy on stage because apparently Trump likes saying his name too, had Tim Scott stand behind him just so he can say he has black friends who also stated in life. He also stated in life you can't let people get away with bullshit. Well, that's some Oscar award level lack of awareness right there. At least Tim Scott said he loved him. No kidding. He said that on stage. It was weird. Maybe we'll get a burgeoning love story out of this campaign. 
Maybe that's why Melania hasn't been seen at any of these victory speeches. <laughs> and finally, TKO delivers an RKO to USA. The new WWE Raw TV deal has been announced, and it is a doozy. In 2025, Monday Night Raw is moving to Netflix in a 10-year, $5 billion deal. Good God! This is double their $250 million per year contract with USA. Netflix will become the distributor for all things WWE internationally, as Peacock still holds the PLE rights for a few more years. One would expect once those contracts run out, everything WWE will begin with a badum before the Together Stinger. And uh, how will this affect booking going forward? Might they save their biggest story for the Netflix premiere? This is a really huge deal. Netflix is getting into linear live broadcasts with what might be the biggest single property in the world. Now, you can argue things like Disney are bigger, but remember, they are collections of properties. They generate profit in short windows when expensive productions are released. WWE produced content and profit streams 52 weeks a year. The fact that Netflix doubled their current offer shows what a big deal it has become. This combined with Amazon Video starting ads leads me to believe that the streaming space is about to change in a fundamental way. The wild west of digital distribution is vanishing. We cut our cords only to drown in streams. And the only way to get a life preserver is to click on that ad and complete three offers. Oh, and John Stewart's returning to host The Daily Show every Monday. I had not thought this segment was a threat to his legacy, but clearly he sees it differently. Welcome back, John. Try to keep up. And that's the news, kids. Now, have you heard about the heartwarming story out of California this week about the family that accidentally ordered 200 chicken McNuggets instead of 20? It was an honest mistake, and they got a good laugh before giving the extra nuggets to homeless people. Uh, but why? I would have froze those fuckers and ate McNuggets for a week. They reheat well in the air fryer. McNuggets are gold and high on my potential uh, list of last meals. I mean, I feel bad for the housing challenge, but fuck that. If I end up paying for 200 McNuggets, I am damn well eating 200 motherfucking McNuggets. Paul? In a row? Yes. Yes. <laughs> in other news, the billionth digit of pi is nine. Back to you, Jack. But, um... <laughs> that's gonna be my new favorite thing all right trivia you missed it last week kev pick a number between one and four three oh you dick where i know how Hugh feels <laughs> where did the kiwis originate from but um what country where did the kiwis originate from Kiwis makes me think they're Australian. I think they're all British, aren't they? No. It's pronounced British. British. Then no. what's a kiwi? It was not in Britain, no. You're talking about the fruit of the people. The fruit. You didn't there's make that people? clear because okay. there's people that okay. are referred to as kiwis. Okay, where do the kiwi fruits originally come from? <laughs> That's kind of funny. I, too. I don't know. The, the Alsatian <laughs> Islands. I don't know. Kiwi fruits. I like that episode title. <laughs> um, the, no, the fruit, not the people. That should be the title. 
<laughs> I have no idea. Does that Paul Hugh? Do you want to take a guess or no? Paul, I was stopping because you look like you were gonna stop. <laughs> oh, Who I'm talks first? Me. You talk first. I talk first. Um, <laughs> I'm okay, going. Wait. Uh, New Zealand. No. Okay. That that was what I was gonna say. I thought maybe they came from the same place as the people. So, <laughs> are, are are the Kiwis New Zealand? Is that Kiwi? <laughs> I didn't know there was or a people. Australia? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start new people, the Kiwis. Um, believe it or not, China. Yeah, China was the place. All right, Hugh, one, two, or four? Two. What do you call a group of unicorns? <laughs> Nothing because they don't exist. I was gonna say fictitious. <laughs> Believe it or not, they a do delusion. have <laughs> a hallucination. That's what you call a group of halluc- uh, unicorns. A hallucination. Believe it or not, there is a name for them. That's stupid. What's the name? <laughs> and that's made up, also. Yes. A blessing. A blessing of unicorns. Oh, that's God. stupid. All right. Well, Four. How do you tell? The age of a horse. I know that. Ask to see its ID. <laughs> their teeth. There's very ridges good. or something on their teeth. Yeah. Kind of like a tree. Yep, very good. Do you Did have you... to cut their teeth in half and count you knew... the ridges? Or... <laughs> you knew that, Kev? Yeah, of course he knew I... that. He's from Mexico. Well, I grew up around horses. We had horses when I was a kid, so... All right, Kev, you come up with the answer for the group, but since Corbs isn't here, we're going to do the fourth and final one. No, actually the first and final one. First and final one. What was Marilyn Monroe's original hair color? Um, and you all got to agree on the answer together. So her, origi- her real name was Norma Jean. Yep. Um... I believe she wasn't a redhead. I, think, I believe she was a brunette. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure it's brunette. I don't think I can it was, agree with that. Yeah. Even though Norma Jean does sound like a redhead, but right. I mean, she was very pale. Um, but I don't think you're going to turn. I don't think you're going to turn coarse red hair into blonde flowing hair like she had. That's that's what's throwing me off. So I think it, I think she was a brunette. Are you agree with them, you guys? Or you gonna... I sign off on that. Yeah. I thought you were right, but believe it or not, it is a redhead. Wow. She was really. Yeah. I thought it was a brunette too. Must have been strawberry blonde though, because she must right. have been really close to blonde. I agree well, with you because I, I see that. Yeah, I kind of yeah, like I was like I thought she was a brunette, then she <clears> bleached <throat> it blonde. All right, whatever. Hmm. Um, nineteen. Very pale though. She was very pale skin. She Hold was. on a second. Oh. Hold. Hold that Hold thought. In. Hold in. During the First World War, New Zealand soldiers were referred to as Kiwis, and the nickname stuck. Okay. The Kiwis. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. I like that. Jack, about... finish. All right. In, <laughs> in 1908- Not the first time he's heard that. Ah. Oh. Shh. Um, in 1908, uh, the first Boy Scout tr- tr- I can't even talk. The first Boy Scout troop was organized. 
1984, the first Macintosh computer was invented. And then in 1989, serial killer Ted Bundy was finally executed for the 30 women he committed murder to at the age of 42. And then today, Ed Helms is 51 years old. Neil Diamond is 84. And actor Matthew Lillard is 55. Who is that? Who is the actor? Ed Helms or Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Matthew Lillard. Who is is he? Without a from Scooby Doo. Scream without a paddle. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was just in uh, Five Nights at Freddy's as well. Was he really? Yes. All right. Back to you, Paul. Thanks. Before you take that drink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, Okay. So that's right. It's uh, it's time for our weekly topic, guys. Here's a here's one for you. Um, What travel power slash ability would you choose to have? I tweaked from what I originally had this morning when I when I started doing this. But the boys will come right back in after the break and let us know their answers. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. for our weekly topic let me reiterate what travel power would you choose to have hit it boys you know you you probably should have given more detail there because somebody could be like the ability to create unlimited frequent flyer miles out of the air because that that's kind of a nebulous but i'm I, i guess we're going on some sort of like comic book bent here like we generally do and i would choose either some form of teleportation or the ability to create portals to go through not not transporters 
because, you know, they kill you. But teleportation, something that moves you from one spot to another intact, would be cool because you could use it to travel. You could use it to get into things you're not supposed to be in and take stuff out with you. Uh, Wait a minute. Yeah. Is that what you're doing now? Yeah. Where you keep blinking out of existence? <laughs> Dude, I, if you saw the pile of money behind <laughs> me, you'd, you'd, you'd be shocked. I just thought you were Houdini. Uh, no. it was already in my list i was trying to find a way to work it in wait 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 you came up with a title and you're trying to find a way to work it shoehorn in. it in yes you, you, <laughs> you kept blinking out of existence yes. <laughs> who wants to go next go ahead i'll let jack go because i've got oh. a great one go i'm still trying to think of one actually <laughs> all right okay so i mean Hugh already kind of used the one that I was thinking of. Actually, okay, so this one is kind of tied with my original one. I was writing a list of all the different ways you could teleport. You know, this or the, you could you could travel. You know, flight, teleportation, running. You know, really fast, obviously. Invisibility, because invisibility is kind of like traveling because you can do whatever you want when you're invisible, right? You can, I could move into a building. I could, you know, get into a car. I could get into a train, plane, whatever. Nobody know I was there. Unless I sat on their lap, and of course, you know, being naked, they'd be sweaty, and that wouldn't be any good. Um, but then I came up with the best one, right? Because there was always a debate, right, whether Superman actually flew or if he just jumped really far, really hard, right? Like Hulk. Hulk doesn't fly. He just jumps. So then I thought, well, why don't I turn one of my normal powers into a superpower, and I'll just fart. <laughs> is it loud like the sonic boom too talk about a fucking rocket ride just imagine if you could use that for the powers of good okay <laughs> you know no, knowing knowing your luck you'd get the power but your biggest part would move you like two feet <laughs> you need an igniter you have some sort of a on your on the back of your calf, like a mm. like with the flamethrowers, have an igniter. <laughs> but boom! All right. That wasn't the one I picked though. That wasn't it. <laughs> that was my first choice. This is my best choice. You ready for this? Portal. The portal gun. Just boom. walk through. Yep. You get a blue one there, and you get an orange one there. You go in there, you come out there. That That's works. Awesome. That's yes. what I want. Uh, um, no, oh you God. like you said, you do have a good one. Like, I guess if I had to pick one a little bit, thinking about it, maybe the Force or something like that with Star Wars, I would do something like that because, like, that would be my superpower. But because I want to channel it, have the balance and all that, learn that it's, a little it's bit. Travel, travel. How no, would you power. use it to travel? I wouldn't use it to travel, but I would use it That's to like. That's the have... question. No, no, oh, no. Tra... no. Oh, no, I didn't no. answer it right then. You Shit. didn't answer the question. Shit. He's do, question. doing everything he can not to say flying because that's what he really wants to say. Just say it. It's okay. Yeah, I know. There's nothing wrong with flying. Nothing's. I guess, yeah, you're right because you're. Okay, fine. Flying, I'll go with. Because... <laughs> we browbeat him into it. <laughs> I know. It's like, God damn. But no, like, what's better than flying? It's like, really? It's like, okay, my car broke down. I'll just fly over here to do to go do that. You'll never have to be late anymore. Like you're there in a couple seconds, or if you need to do something real quick, 
you could just like get up and go flying. Like you don't have to worry about cars anymore. You don't have to worry about like paying for the gas. I, I think it'd be awesome. Lights on your house would be a breeze. It would be a breeze. Oh, yeah. Awesome. But I'm still going back to what Kev said about that fart though. Like it'd be kind of fun to do that as well. So fart power. I think That's fart power is your favorite one. You say you it's guys, cool, but fart is your best. Fart is the good fart is a good one. Have you guys played Portal? Because there's a oh, really yes. cool thing you can do in Portal. So one of the things you can do is you're way up high, right? You're way, way picture yourself up on like you know, floor number 30 on a on a hundred story building. You take the gun and you shoot both of them, the orange and the blue, right so next to each other down. on the ground. Okay, so on the ground. Now you jump. And you go into the orange portal and you come flying out the blue one. So now you've got 30 stories of acceleration into the orange one, turning into 30 stories of acceleration plus plus out of the blue one. And you end up rocketing up twice as high as what you fell. It's freaking amazing. You can use it to go horizontally as well. Yeah, you can do that too. Yep. You can. And if you put it on a on an inclined plane, you can use it to rocket yourself off. So it, it's interesting because in Portal you could just land and it wouldn't hurt you, but I'm getting a feeling that if I did this in real life, I would probably need a Splat. really cushy suit, like a big. I just remember my last year in college, we played Portal Two all the time on the Xbox and PlayStation. All like, we played that constantly. I love Portal. It's one of the best games ever made. He's not wrong. All right, Paul. What do you got? Paul, play it. Fuck. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'll add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> he's like what is you that? Know, that that's a that's a, a low low effort one too it's you could probably run it on any pc you have you don't need to yes. have a high-end game but seriously i mean it poured it's like usually like two dollars now holy crap dude play the game nice. it's amazing it's it's just this it's this mind it, you have to you have to really work out the puzzles you know to get through these things and some of it's just and and then glados Oh shit! Holy shit! Holy hell! Paul, I don't think you played that one either, right? Go ahead, Paul. Probably not. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I I was leaning towards uh, teleportation too. I was I was thinking, you know, flight and all that other stuff. But you know what? Why wouldn't you want instantaneous travel instead of? I mean, you still fly. You still got to go do your thing and fly along. And same with the 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 super speed. You still got to you put the effort in and run. So um, how do you how do you teleport to some place you've never been? That's the, that's that is what, a that's what bothers because... me. Well, well, that that's we think that's a potential problem, but we don't know. And when powers like that have been used right. in media, sometimes yes, the person has to have seen the place to go there, but we don't know what that would actually look like in the real world. Right now, let me invoke the movie Jumper. Mm. They got around that problem. How? Oh. Uh, because Anakin. I mean, Hayden um, Christensen. Thank you. Yep. He would get pictures of places. So now he has oh. seen the place and he could bamf to those. So, what if there was all of a sudden um, a post office box put right in the place where he, right in his he was ass. going? Oh. Well, this is, this is, I, this I don't is... know. You're right. Yeah. That's, it's a good question, but that's not how the, the movie Does it just bump right? you out of the way? I mean, do you just end up, you know, next to mm-hmm. it? I don't know. I would think that it would cause some severe issues, but mm-hmm. isn't that also where Nightcrawler would like teleport like a mile in the air and bamf himself down to ground level to get around that? But... 
I don't know. But didn't he now originally didn't he have an issue where it wore him out so he could only do so many? I think so, yes. And it also I I think the rules for, for Marvel was was also it had to be a place that he has seen before. Mm. Like he has to be able to visualize the place he's at. So and, and it couldn't he never did that far though. He never went that far. I think usually it was like a mile range for him. Oh. According yeah. to the old role playing game. Mm. Fucking loved that game. I wish I could find those rules again. Not that we would ever get a chance to play it, but still say I, my first one, the farting. I just think if you can get it figured out, you know, if you can get it figured out, you know, you just eat a lot of gassy foods. I mean, I already eat a lot of hot, it's, spicy it's... foods. You know, a lot of a lot of legumes. You know, I'm I'm right there. A lot of a lot of fresh vegetables. You know, <laughs> no one my See, my wife and I people do not want to come in our house. Oh dear. <laughs> Knowing my luck, you would have the fart as your superpower, but I would be like trying to fart. I would shart everywhere or something like that. I wonder yeah. if that would propel you further. It might. You never know. It makes it more unpleasant for whoever is around <laughs> you. Yeah, because he leaves a trail. <laughs> it, helps the, it helps the landing. <laughs> Pompeii has nothing on my farts. <laughs> hey, look, there goes the splat. <laughs> Oh, Jack. what's in my eye? Oh. Jack the splat. Oh, I love it. Uh. <laughs> All right. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. But guys, what you been watching? All right. I broke down and I started watching something that's 10 years old as of like two days ago. But True Detective Night Country just started. The, the fourth season of the HBO True Detective series. And I've never watched True Detective and. I found, I mean, Jodie Foster, she's fantastic. Um, like Jodie Foster, I actually worked with somebody who looks like her and sounds exactly like her. Like she looks oh, like wow. she could be like her sister or a relative, but she sounds exactly like her. It's uncanny. Um, but so we figured, hey, we have to go back and watch the first that we have to watch them in order. So part um, of HBO Max and started watching uh, True Detective season one. And it was fucking awesome. Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey. Just has everyone here seen that? No. Yes. Very good. Uh, oh, that's another one that I owned the first season and I've never watched it. Oh, well, I mean, each season's a different story with yeah. different characters, except maybe this new one might be connected to the first. I, I'm oh. going away from those headlines because I, I see stuff. You don't want to ruin it yet. Yeah. yeah. But we finished season one already. It was fucking awesome. I, I can't. Re- yeah. It's it's a classic. Like you all talk about Breaking Bad's like a classic show and the Sopranos. Well, I mean, this has to be there too. Uh, great show. And that's really all we we this week. Nice. Um, just really one thing, and it actually almost got me geeked this week. I'm looking at Kev actually for this one. Bad Batch season three is gonna be coming out on February 21st, the last season. So I'm re-watching uh season two. Uh, before that drops, it's going to be a three episode premiere. Three? Uh, wow. Yeah. Kev, did you see the trailer for it? No, I haven't yet. I just oh, saw some stills. Literally, I was in a meeting at work and my friend's like, yo, you have to go and take a bathroom break. I'm like, why, dude? He's like, the trailer dropped for Bad Batch. I'm like, the animation is just amazing for what they do. I'm not going to talk about the trailer because you have to see it. I want you to watch the trailer and I want to discuss it with you. But Filoni has done it again <laughs> because like it looks so good. Like, the way they're going to wrap this up, I believe I know how it's going to end, but like, how are they going to do it? So that's the question. But um, ten, uh, like, yeah, you have a three episode premiere. 
but it's the last season of it. And it's actually a, it, when I first started watching it, it's like, okay, I'll just watch it. But it's turned into a show that like, I really look forward to watching every single week. It's like, this is really a good show. So um, just rewatching the second season of Bad Batch again and uh, to re- get ready for season three coming out. And it's going to be epic. It's probably going to be very sad for the se- a series finale, but it's going to be really good. So for those of us that have watched any of the Star Wars animated stuff, I've asked this question before and I'm going to say it again. And you don't even have to answer it. Did you ever think you'd give a shit about a stormtrooper? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Who I you know, I never thought I would. <laughs> I mean, I always wondered if that one was okay that Bonks has had in the original movie. <laughs> he well played. Fell. He... Yeah. I know, well wow. said, yeah. Yeah, you never thought you would care about them. But like, literally watching the trailer, I watched it like three or four times when it dropped. I'm like, wow, this is going to be really good. And there's a certain character I wanted to discuss with you. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay uncomfortable silences are great um yeah, that's awesome who wants to go next Kev? yeah so um the only thing we've really been watching and we watched a couple of movies here and there nothing really of all that all that great we watched uh last night we watched lift i i'm not gonna suggest it for you guys i <sighs> exasperated um, sigh yes it's just not great I mean, fun, kind of, eh, but not great. Um, I think I probably said this two weeks ago, and it wrapped up last week, uh, this last Thursday, Reacher Season 2. Don't Alan Richson. It. What's that? Don't spoil it. No, 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 I won't. Alan Richson is fantastic. He is the right actor I'm going to go as far as saying he's the right person to to bring Reacher to life. Having read a couple of the books um, and now seeing him in two different seasons of this, and now actually, actually, I follow him on Instagram too, I completely believe that he is the personification of Reacher. And I... I doesn't totally. he live like a nomad or some shit with his family? No, they, they live in the country. They're they're um, separated from um, you know local conveniences. Yeah. Um, he is. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, guys. You guys, I talked to my wife about it. Uh, Alan Richson is bipolar, yeah. and he we'll talks talk about, about that. Okay, he talks about it, and uh, he he brings it out and talks about how 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 he does with that, and and I, and. I, I think it's good. I think that's part of it's good. But I also think that's why he does such a good job. And so does he. That's Those are his words. But yeah, nice. fantastic. If you guys aren't watching Reacher, it doesn't matter if you've read the books. I didn't read the books before I watched the movies, and I didn't read them before I watched season one. I have read a couple since before I watched season two. Don't need to read the books. It's a great story. Um, great characters. You can really, you can really feel for them. You can, you can like the characters, and that's something that's important to me when I watch a show. Um, unlike, unlike Lyft, where I didn't give a shit about any of the characters. So there you go. Uh, we're continuing on with uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians on Disney Plus. 
fantastic series. I don't know who else is watching it. Anybody at the mm-hmm. table? Well, I figure we probably will get around to it. It's really good. Um, it says something when Kylie gushes every week about how awesome the show is. She is your your stereotypical teenager at this point, even though she hasn't hit 13 yet, and everything is shit to her. Nothing matters to her. Like it's all mm. mad. And like literally, she was like, Oh my god, this is my favorite show. This is awesome. She almost missed tonight's episode because she was across the street playing with her friend. <clears throat> and I texted her. And she's like, you have to wait. And then next thing I hear is the door slamming downstairs. <laughs> like she ran home because she didn't want to miss it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Super good. Super well done. Um, even if you already know the ending, because maybe you have seen a musical uh of the same story or read the books. Um, it's different enough from other iterations that it's pretty freaking awesome. And Jesus, the just everything about it is it's so well done. Um and the other thing that I, I, I just started on the other night, um, because with situations in the house now, I, I keep myself up an extra hour or two to make sure, you know, people are actually going to go to sleep and not have meltdowns. Um, I turned on, on Peacock, uh, WWE Legends House. They did their turn on basically the real world. Um and I mean, if you guys know me, I, I turned it on for one sole purpose, and that's because Hot Rod's on there. Yeah. Um, I've only gotten through the one episode so far because <laughs> my, my free time is few and far between, and I spend it with you guys. So, <laughs> uh, really great. It's really nice to see as much of the real people as they're going to let you see because, I mean, it's these guys know full all the cameras are on, and I mean, yes, they're they're still kind of sort of playing their characters a little bit, but they're, they're real people. Uh, the best thing I've seen so far was um, Piper almost having a meltdown over not being able to figure out how to use a fucking blender. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, it was really cool. Um, I, I think there's a season two. I don't know who's in that uh, one. I think there's two. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why they didn't keep going with it. I don't know. They should have for, just from what I've seen so far. A uh, whole lot of fun. I mean, the first assignment they give them was, here's a bunch of uh, desserts we've made for you guys. Go visit your neighbors. <laughs> and so they would pair off a couple of them to go to each neighbor's house. And, and there's varying degrees of uh, what the fuck in that. And it was it was pretty good. If you guys haven't watched it yet, if you have Peacock, check it out. It's a lot of fun. But that's all I've gotten through. Uh I won't get to any more movies until I, you know, get on an airplane again. So that's all I got. Do wow. we have do we have any update with um the boys season four by any chance? I know it's, it's coming out this way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know we all watch that one. Do you watch that one, Paul? No. I watched the first episode. Does that count? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I just another... heard it was coming. I heard I've seen some uh stills and some some of the the actors have been uh promoting it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think it's coming out this spring. Nice. I want to go back to that one. That was another one that we watched the first episode, and Kristen was like, "No fucking way." Yeah, and I literally just haven't made it back to it. It just gets it gets it better. Just, 
better slash worse from there yeah yeah like literally i think emily and i first started dating and like i was like i'm gonna watch the boys she's like oh that's fine i'll just stay here and it was the hero gasm episode she's like what the fuck are you watching and i'm like i told you this is what i'm watching <laughs> outstanding well before we wrap things up we don't need to do a whole segment on it but going touching back on what i talked about in the news i figured you and i needed to talk about the wwe deal and i threw that line in about if this might change how the story plays out and i saw your reaction when i said that and that's a pretty big deal because everybody's been assuming cody rhodes is going to win the title at wrestlemania i don't know if he's going to even face roman at wrestlemania now it makes a lot of sense that they might want to save one of the biggest matches for their premiere Raw episode on Netflix to get people who aren't paying for it to sign up. What are your thoughts, Paul? Uh, I agree. That's not happening at WrestleMania 40. Yeah. Um, just with the way they're laying shit out now, I this is what I, I think we're going to see. Rock Roman, Seth Gunther, Gunther, which means... I'm calling Gunter winning the Royal Rumble. And I think we're going to see Cody Punk. That makes sense. Who's winning the Women's Royal Rumble? Do you have an idea for that? I think it's going to be Becky because that way it gives us um, Rhea and Becky. Yeah, they've been playing that. Rumble, yeah. Um, It's it's interesting because we talked about, just last week, I think, or the week before, how the booking didn't make sense and it didn't seem like there was a clear path there. And obviously they knew this was going on. Uh, I think rock and Roman might be too big for the premiere episode of raw. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be a, pay- that is a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Yes. But I, I can, I can see them doing, doing Cause if Roman's going to drop the title, that starts a whole new era and what better time to do that when they start a whole new era for the company. Good point. Another and big I question. Want... Yeah. Um, Triple H apparently has been talking about wanting to roll Raw back to two hours. You think that happens when it goes into the Netflix era? Don't know. I don't want to see it. I like having my three hours of wrestling on Monday nights. Yeah. But I could see it. I mean, like, if there's no better time than to do it then. Yeah. But I don't know. I just... You know, I wonder, a lot of people are saying that they're just going to give up wrestling because they don't want to pay. There's a lot of people that won't pay for Netflix. And interestingly enough, um, especially if if they get all the stuff Peacock has once the contract runs out. I mean, right now, I mean, you're a month behind, but you can still watch Raw and SmackDown. It's 10 bucks for the the plan with with WWE in it, I think. Um, That's half of what Netflix is going to cost to be able to watch. Yeah, I, I don't know. They have so many different plans now. I know mine's like twenty bucks a month now. Stupid. I think mine's fifteen. Uh, yeah, and it's only going to go up. I I just wonder how they're going to gain a lot of people internationally because Netflix yes. is everywhere. But are they going to lose? Because I mean, you think about it. All right, you know, you think about yeah, we're maybe we're not the typical wrestling fan. Someone who doesn't like wrestling thinks of, but you know. Uh, Cletus and Brutus who live in a cabin down by the bayou who take si- turns banging their sister between miscarriages and watch wrestling on the TV a couple times a week. Um, they're not springing for Netflix. I mean, internet doesn't even know where they are. Right. <laughs> so um, I just, they have cell phones. 
I, I just wonder, you know, if this is this is a ballsy move, a really ballsy move, and I don't think it's going to backfire, but you're taking something that has always been free to watch, or let's face it, you know, basic cable is, you know, what we used to think of as broadcast. Now, everybody has basic cable. Um, we're going to be in a, a situation where you can't watch reg- wrestling on over the air, WWE on over the air, except for NXT, and that doesn't count. So, mm. isn't SmackDown moving to USA? Yeah, but I'm saying over the air. So far, wh- when has there not been at least a you know a, a WWE the main show shows? On? Yes, yeah, yeah. There's all even going back to <laughs> WWE superstars. There's always been something on free over the air TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I guess you could say you know there's still something for people lucky enough to have a CW affiliate. Although after saying that. I don't think I should ever say anyone's lucky enough to have a CW affiliate. But again, it's NXT. I know they act like it's kind of part of the roster, but it's really its own separate thing. They'll pull people on there. It's not the same as Raw and SmackDown, which are two brands. I know they want to say it's its own brand, but it's really its own microcosm. It's development. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, You can't watch NXT and know what's going on in the other two shows. Whereas if you just watch SmackDown every week, you have a pretty good idea of what happened on Raw. Right. Yes. I agree. Um, I have a question. Okay. Um, is what happened with The Rock, is that not a topic of conversation? Does that not matter? Oh, oh, it didn't get brought up either. But yeah, go ahead. I, I didn't bring it up because I, I don't know if it means anything. He joined the TKO board. He now has a deal where he, for the next 10 years, he has ownership of his his name, The Rock. Or something is that, like that all it is? I thought so. It's not permanent. It's just well, it's he gets he gets ownership based on the fact that he's part of the board. Is I, that I don't the know that they're I don't know that they're they're tied together. He oh. but that's what he got out of the deal. I mean, so so he can now do things as the Rock that aren't necessarily affiliated with WWE. I don't know why that matters. I I didn't bring it up because I don't know if it's a, a nothing burger yet or not. I mean, him being on the board. I mean, okay, he's. The most successful wrestling star in all of history. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say he's the most popular. He's not the biggest like Hogan, but success-wise, he leaving the the industry and moving on, he's definitely the most successful. Makes sense that they bring him in on the board, but I don't know that that's actually news. It depends on what he's there to do. Yeah, I didn't know if it was news or not either. I was hoping yeah. you guys were going to talk about it. You're going to tell me something. I mean, they, they got to go to the New York Stock Exchange, I think, and ring the bell or some shit, and that's always a big deal, but that's also nothing. I mean, they ring a fucking bell and open the stock market. So who is this? I guess my question is, who is this bigger for? Who does this Who does this matter more for, him or TKO? Him. Definitely. Really? TKO doesn't... Okay, first of all, the WWE has a relationship with The Rock. He comes back when... You know, when he can and when they need him, um, they don't need to have him come back. If he never came back to WWTV, WWE TV, it's not going to hurt them. OK, I don't see where TKO benefits by putting him on their board. I, I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. So this is my take. OK, I don't know anything about TKO, WWE. I don't I don't understand their business practices. They'll profess to. My take is Dwayne Johnson has been doing nothing but moving up the ladder of popularity. Yeah. He's popular with so many more 
groups of people that TKO associating themselves with him means that now these other people that would never follow wrestling, never gave a shit about wrestling, now all of a sudden go, oh, what's this WWE thing where, oh, oh, that happens to be where he came from. Oh, that's interesting. There's, you don't, I mean, mm. is that I, not I a don't thing? Because he's already associated with it. He was on WWTV huh? a couple weeks ago. Yes. I understand already that. There. And, and, and as far as the rest of TKO's holdings, he doesn't have anything to do with it. If they were putting him as the the uh, the face of something, if he was like the new Dana White or, or something along those lines, he was going to be the face of the company, maybe I get that. But they're just putting him on the board. He's going to sit in okay. a boardroom and help them make decisions. And that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how having the, the Rock in a room, in a tower, making decisions is any benefit to them. Maybe well, there's something I don't know, but I I don't see he he may never actually attend a board meeting. That's exactly so. So this is again. This is my question again. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it one more time, maybe a little bit different way, because TKO in WWE isn't known by people who know who Dwayne Johnson is. I mean, you're just just keep in mind what you just said. You just said UFC, which is fucking huge, and the company that just signed a a $5 billion deal aren't known by by people who know who Dwayne Johnson is. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Guaranteed there is audience out there that have no idea, have never seen it, have never looked at it, have never looked into it, don't even have a clue it exists. Guaranteed. He has market in areas of people that have no idea where he came from. Guaranteed. Hmm. I, I, guaranteed. We're going to have to disagree there because if you, even on his socials and everything, you can't look up Dwayne Johnson without finding shit about the rock. There, it, I, I understand there's little kids that might've seen Moana and, Oh, he's the voice and like him. But you know, anybody who's, who actually has any buying power, they, they, they know that you know he was the rock okay all right just that was the first thing that came to my mind is i, I mean it's, because it's a good... because i have never seen tko advertise a board member ever yeah agreed ever but he's everywhere I, too like i think there's more that's to right. this than we don't he's know everywhere TKO, there is more to it wwe is not he is that was the point of my question mm-hmm. is that TKO, WWE, World Wrestling, UFC, that is a very, very small segment of entertainment. There are a ton of people that are very interested in it, but it's a very small segment of entertainment. Dwayne Johnson is a very huge segment of entertainment. He crosses so many genres. See, I, I, man. He's, yeah, like, I, I don't know, I was reading it today. Like, literally, he started with the CFL and he got uh, let, let go and he only had $7 in his pocket. And then he went to WWF of course, but then now he's with the XFL, which they merged that to the UFF, UFF, UFL. I can't get it out of my system. And um, I read it. He's worth $800 million. And by the time of 2027, he'll be a billion dollars. Like he isn't probably like, like you said, he's spread out so many areas. He's probably in like six or seven areas. Like, you talk to us, yeah, we know him from wrestling. Like you said, Moana, like as a voice actor, but 
he is he's doing it right like he is very successful as an actor he has touched people that he would have never never ever even crossed paths with had he only ever been a wrestler oh i agree with that oh yeah Um, but paul can can you maybe jump in here and help me because i i don't i don't have numbers or anything you you feel like they're tag teaming you no, well, no, no. I, I, I think that Kevin's really underestimating what a big deal, deal the WWE is everywhere here and internationally. Yeah, I mean, it's, we, a, it's a it's a billion dollar market. Yeah, it certainly huge. is. And and I just want to touch on the point that we're talking about his acting career and he did at least two seasons of a show Ballers. about him coming up as a pro wrestler. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his NBC show was was all about that. I, I just, I, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I'm saying, is being someone who is more familiar with the wrestling world, I, I don't see how anybody cannot at least peripherally know if they paid any attention to him at all. If they just saw him in Fast and Furious and said the bald guy's hot, okay. But if they were like, <laughs> I want to know more about this guy, th- there's no way they don't know that he was The Rock. I, I I just I I don't buy it. I mean, is there anyone on the planet who is who knows his real name and knows he was a pro or doesn't know he's a pro wrestler? I'm sure there are, but not enough to make a difference to TKO's board. My sister that knew nothing about wrestling. I know we grew up in a wrestling household. She's like The Rock. I'm like, yes, it's Dwayne Johnson. She's like, she did not know his name was Dwayne Johnson. She always known him as The Rock. <laughs> but I guess we'll see. We'll find. We out. will we because there is more to so- this story. Okay, so let me let me put a different spin on this. Millions, millions of preteen and teen girls are now watching football. Did they know it existed? Sure did. Did they give a fuck? Nope. Not until football and somebody they cared about did this. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. You're not wrong. There, there, there's a reason why they put him on the board. And I don't God know damn right if, there it's, is. if it's an air of legitimacy. What like there? There's more. There, there's going to be more yeah, coming but, in this story. But you're, you're you're talking about the XFL, right? Yes. Kevin? Okay. Oh, oh I no, think no, you're no, talking no. about that. I don't know what the, the XFL about Swift. Oh yeah. Oh, he... I thought we were talking about Dwayne Johnson. Okay, I was. Confused. Yeah, I thought we were. No, too. he was making the uh, comparison. I am. I'm Taylor making Swift. a comparison. I'm making a comparison. Okay. There is a huge 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 mega conglomerate that's called football that exists everywhere all the time and there's a huge population that doesn't give a fuck and then all of a sudden now they meet and they do tko is putting dwayne johnson on their board and they're making a big deal out of it why we're gonna find out to be continued yes and what um, um, he's yeah he's talking about though Kev Vince he bought Vince McMahon out for the XFL The Rock football come together and then they merged to the UFF UFL I can't even talk UFL that's going to be started in March okay so but The Nobody Rock is going to be part that. of football no but like I don't it's going to be trying to be like a spring league that would be a place them signing him to their board would be big news because they need Dude. all the legitimacy they can get I just feel like TKO. I mean, they're, they're the biggest, you know, sports fighting conglomerate well, thing in the world. They don't, right. they don't and, need that. But every, yes, they do. Every business needs more eyes. Every business needs more dollars. There's no such thing as we don't need more. <laughs> that doesn't exist. 
But yeah, the bigger but they anybody are. Anybody gonna go? Okay, the rock. The bigger they UFC's are, the more they board, I'm gonna start watching UFC now. That that the that doesn't make sense. If they they sure put him does. in a public facing, if he starts calling the, the the octagon matches with Joe Rogan, then I get it. But the, all I'm saying is, I don't see how they benefit by getting more viewers because he's on their board. Whether they make a big fucking deal about it or <clears> not, <throat> he's not contributing to the actual product. We're not gonna okay. know until the other shoe drops. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's otherwise there's we're just else. talking in circles at this point. Yeah, there's something else. Yeah. There's something. There's like, we there's all agree thing. on that. There's definitely something more to this story. Mm-hmm. So all right. Oh, do you want to drop your nuggets, Paul? I do. Failure is just success training. Good night, everybody, and mega wing bitches. Wait, that one was actually good. Mm-mm. Stay tuned in the weeks to come. This has been a Geek Pod Network production.